0: Good morning, and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. Uh, we're beginning the month of April, mm-hmm. and uh, we just ended a wonderful week on our Sips of Sanity podcast show, and that was all about journeying, uh, shamanic journeying, pardon me, with animals. Mm-hmm. And we covered a couple different animals each day and talked about the different lessons that we've learned from them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had suggested bringing this show as uh, kind of a wrap-up to what we what we learn in, yeah. in life in general, right?
1: Well, I think because it it can illustrate the benefit of seeing someone like you and I with these gifts that, that journey for people on their behalf, because not everybody can. What To find out what spirit animal is alive in their life for them. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, or sometimes at a particular period of time, because it's something they're going through, the qualities that that animal is bringing into their life that they're supposed to use.
0: Right. And I think a lot of people, when they come in, ask for psychic or medium or mm-hmm. medical intuitive, and they want to focus on sort of the, the, heavier, um, the heavier topics. And they say that they're open to spirits and beings, but they don't necessarily ask for them. Hmm. Uh, and they might kind of brush it off kind of lightly. Not really thinking how how deep these messages can be and how intertwined they can be with their own medical information, with the people that have crossed over trying to bring forth these energies. It's all it's all intertwined, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so,
1: go ahead. Okay. Well, I just thought what we would do for listeners from Coffee with the Sarlos is say that we would, we did animals like the crow, elephant, spiders, bear, snake, wolf, the tiger, lion, a monkey which was a baboon, Mm -hmm. iguana, alligator, eagle mouse that went together to teach us some things about ourselves, and deer. So that was the Monday to Friday. So if anybody wants to go back first and listen to those, they're about 10 to 15 minutes each, um, where we share some stories around what we learned from all of those animals and birds Mm -hmm. and reptiles, because we, boy, we had reptiles in there too. Yeah. Okay. Um... Kelly, one of the biggest things that I learned, so I wrote down a little list of things and you and I can go back that, you know, to share with people. Doing these journeys over, over a decade now, one of the biggest things that's taught me is to be more curious than judgmental. Hmm, That's cool. And that can apply to anything. That can be that that can be when we step into a new job and we have we have preconceived ideas about what the job should be or a relationship that we're in, or just even aspects of ourselves. Mm -hmm.
0: I think um, because we were kind of uh, going back and forth between the dream state and journeying throughout the week. And when you say it taught you to be more curious than judgmental... um, I think of the iguana. Yeah. And and I think in the dreams, we often feel out of control and things are kind of just happening to us or around us. And if we kind of pause and we're in journeying or we're having someone journey on our behalf, the actual questions can be asked. The curiosity can be expressed. There's room and there's time for questions and answers.
1: Oh, I don't know if I'm rewording what you've just said, and if you you can throat punch me if, if, if it's violent. <laughs> I'm just joking, but um, if I'm repeating you in just a different way, perhaps. But did you mean that as Shaw women, we get to do the asking? We help them reframe yeah, questions. Exactly. Well, I think that's something that a lot of people need to hear because when we are stuck, that's often something we can't do. We don't have the skill set. Or we're just so enmeshed in something, we can't see it differently, Mm -hmm. which again, there's your eagle energy. That we
0: don't have questions. Sorry, that we don't have choices.
1: Right. And what we get to do for them is to access those spirit animals that give a different perspective and ask different questions. Mm -hmm. So as you said, like with the curiosity, what kind of new questions can you come up with to seeing something differently? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, that was also the alligator, Kelly, when it opened its mouth and I had to go in it.
0: Yeah. I mean, like you said, the iguana, but also just watching patterns, right? So if we go back to the wolf and looking at being in a pack versus being alone, there's choice in there. You, you can break a pattern to create a new routine and then decide that is or is not working for you and and create again. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's lots of different ways of seeing things. And like you said, the mouse and the eagle, two perspectives, going back and forth to make sure that they're in alignment with one another
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah well and that your smaller actions are in alignment with your bigger goal so these are part of the things if you're, when you're listening that we talk about in sips of sanity ego
0: oh we're moving on to another i'm lesson. moving
1: on to another one but oh my Didn't god you're calling
0: me out on it or something
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes i do i walk around calling people out on their ego I know. <laughs> and beware in the grocery store <laughs> Um the spirit animals taught me about my own ego but boy I want to tell you something sometimes in a very strong shit kicking kind of way like sit down and listen to this mm-hmm. and you know took my head out of my ass literally yeah and and sometimes with the deer energy so gentle mm-hmm. so loving so kind so nurturing things we want when we're being told we're not behaving right stuck in a pattern Doing a good job, even um, that nurturance and that the gentleness, not just that we want from other people, but that we have to give to, to ourselves when we're going through hard times. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm going through something and I've got change all around me, and on top of that, I'm being hard on myself, that doubles my anxiety.
0: I think I might need to hear that today.
1: Ah, and that, that deepens a depression. So what I love about the journeying with the animals and connecting with those energies is reminding myself of all of those aspects of myself too. Mm-hmm. Because I might say to my girlfriends, oh God, that boss is such a bitch. This is what she does and says to me. But I might not say to my friends, oh my God, I've been so bitchy to myself today. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hard on myself. Not a lot of us sit down on a Friday night with pizza with our friends or whatever and come out with the comment when asked, how was your week? And say, oh, I've been hard on myself all week. Mm -hmm. We usually say, who else has been hard on us in a week?
0: Or we comment on the physicality. Yeah. If we've been physically hard on our bodies. Mm -hmm. uh, But we don't don't discuss the the Mm self-talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or the expectations that we have of ourselves.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um I know this kind of goes with curiosity but I wanted to talk about openness. And this is absolutely huge after Women's International Day a few days ago um or this past week in 2017 with global events that are happening in different countries. Um because we know there are listeners all over the world that listen to our show. Um so openness meaning that the spirit world showed us through the elephants. <laughs> An openness to caring for the ill, for the sick, for the less advantaged. Not by culture, race, religion, but by family, and that it's all one family. And we don't see that. Well, family being an entire species. Yes. And we don't say, oh, that's transgendered, or oh, that's, and we come up with executive orders to control all those groups of people. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just picked on somebody who's writing out executive orders, segregating and separating. Instead of that elephant energy of saying, but how do we include and how do we take care of? Mm-hmm. And if we can't, how do we ask other people to do what we can't do? Is that good? Yeah. So the idea, the concepts, the will, the ego, the words, the, emo- the emotions that openness creates. Creativity. Creativity that it is you can't say you're creative if you're not open Mm
0: -hmm.
1: lots of people want to be creative can you open up that first chakra for me Karen I need money but they're not open and it's like you know (laughs) keep your 60 (laughs) dollars maybe that chakra is not going to spin today but maybe you know if we work on openness instead we have we have to be real about what we're doing in terms of saying we want our energies to be in balance, we go to a yoga class and then we're we're closed-minded.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, if you're going to a yoga class and you're closed-minded, there's a damn good chance you're clenching your pelvis.
0: Mm-hmm. And that you're angry and you want to leave when you do hip openers.
1: Yeah. I like how we tie all of these things in for people. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope when they're hearing that and they go, oh, Jesus, sitting at my desk and oh, if I check my pelvis right now, oh my God, I'm clenching. Mm -hmm. you know okay um I learned something else too Kelly about what like in doing these journeys about where focus really was supposed to be (laughs) because sometimes in life I think I have a focus and it's not in alignment with everybody else around me and I think I'm being a team player (laughs) but I'm focused on my own goal it might be perfection it might be um people-pleasing Either there, or I might bully my way through something thinking I'm in alignment with everybody. But if I haven't been communicating like Spider, if I don't check in, I could be really off rowing my own boat. <laughs> in a circle. Yes. And have no clue because I'm not communicating with other people that everybody else has gone off in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And that might ser- ser- serve me well without realizing it. Or it might not. It just might be why I feel isolated or sad and not understand and make them all wrong Mm -hmm. instead of just understanding, oh, I needed to rule my own boat for a while. Okay.
0: I think that would be the difference between the ego and the wolf.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, you just wanted to leave it at that? They have to go listen to the show? Hell yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay, good. Um, I'm not doing people's work for them. I do enough of that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um another thing that I wanted to bring up in this was um and I meant we we both mentioned how the animals guide us how they tell us when they appear that it's time for certain action or certain things so if I rem- remember bear and what you know when bear showed up what was it supposed to say to Karen mm-hmm. that this is this time to do this in your life and I won't yeah. give that one away then either but that bear had that message for me.
0: I know in, in sessions when, when people are open to animals showing up, oftentimes they will say, I'm fox and I'm here for two to three weeks and then rabbits coming along. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they'll kind of say the succession of, of the animals showing up and they'll give a little bit of their time frames so that they can understand where there's overlap, mm-hmm. where people are drawing on two different essences um, to get things done. I, I really,
1: I think it's neat because
0: those animals know timing Better oh, than we do. I love that.
1: And we didn't do this animal. but just as you said that, Kelly, I saw raccoon. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing Raccoon in a treatment with a person, and it had to do with the fact that they kept wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And we think about raccoon, we can think about how they have that little mask around the eyes, and that the person was, I would say, like a chameleon, where they changed their identity to match the environment they were around so that they weren't singled out or had to be in conflict or to confront or to be different. Mm -hmm. So raccoon or chameleon, where they just, they constantly changed so that they could just be accepted by the people around them. They couldn't cope with conflict because they didn't have the tools. When you have the tools, when you read or research them or find them, then you don't fear that anymore.
0: I'd like to point out that when you actually research these animals under credible authors like Stephen Farmer, um, we don't want you to just hear that raccoon is about wearing a mask and you're being accused they were they'll actually break it down in the paragraphs to say now is the time to take off your masks now is the time to implement this tool so raccoon itself does not have a negative energy there's right. no bad animal it's that they're there for a time to illustrate a behavior that either needs to change or persist
1: oh kelly you know what you brought up something really nice i didn't think of in this show but was to actually refer people to Stephen Farmer and his book, Like Animal Spirit Guides. Yeah, and I was also thinking, because you mentioned card decks
0: throughout Mm -hmm. the week, um, and I think of Doreen Virtue or Colette Baron reed Oh, yeah, she's from Ontario. Some of the uh, card decks that you can find, I mean, it is categorized in bookstores
1: under New Age, Mm -hmm. uh, where you can find those card decks, but they're wonderful. Can I also caution people to be careful about what they choose to read, including on the internet? Especially on the internet. Yeah, because some people will do all of the spirit animals, and it's all negative. It's mm-hmm. all fear-based. So I would caution people to make sure that when they're reading this, that they they do check it out in comparison to a Doreen Virtue or a Stephen Farmer that, or Colette Baron reed where the messages are positive, they're constructive. They're productive, Mm -hmm. as opposed to fear-based or angry or warnings. You know, crow is an omen of death. No, crow can be lovely messengers from the other realities with positive, loving messages. So to be careful when they're researching stuff like that and to stay in that energy. But also,
0: if you are reading some of these people and you are feeling fearful, that you've got to examine your own ego because you're i mean at that point you're conditioned to believe in drama to be addicted to fear um and that that's a
1: go-to emotion
0: mm-hmm. where your brain doesn't think for itself it just goes into what's the worst case scenario
1: mm we have a lot of that right now in society so maybe this is also some a, a tool for people to and and that this is another reason why using the animal world and the spirit guides and the spirit animals are so important Mm -hmm. and can be such a beautiful and loving and uplifting experience and grounding so some people when they connect with their spirit animals feel more grounded yeah okay um i think one of the other things i had and then we'll wrap it up in a a few minutes this is going to be a shorter podcast today okay um is that they taught me to learn in a different way each animal brought me different uh, abilities or gifts that I didn't know I had. And if anybody is listening to this and is on their own intuitive path, maybe they're shaman too or they're intuitive in some way and they're interested. Remember we said in one of the podcasts, don't journey without an experienced Shaw man, Shaw woman with you mm-hmm. um, to bring you into the lower world, middle world and upper world and to do it properly and to bring you back into your body properly, that we both recommend that that's done with a guide, yep. a human one. But also that in the spirit world, those guides um, can really kick our butt, but they uh, they can teach us to learn in different ways. And there are different tools than we get here in a regular Catholic, Protestant or Waldorf or other educational system based on religion or non-religions or whatever. Universities. It's, it's a different learning, but it still can be part, part of our learning experience and growth.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it has to do
1: with the kinds of values
0: that you're um, basing everything off of.
1: Yeah, and I think if you go into the spirit world with animals, they don't really give a shit if you're a Catholic or Islamic. No. They, they're not asking you what your card reads. Identification, please. Y- yeah. Passport, citizenship. Yes. Catholics yeah. over to your left, Islamics to your right. I think some religions want to believe that. but y- Yeah, but it doesn't happen that way. So anybody that's actually doing a journey properly, we d- doesn't experience those things, those biases or I don't know, prejudices. I don't know what all the words mm-hmm. are. Judgments. Yep. You don't experience that as, as Shaw people or women men you don't experience the same things and that changes who you are when you have an experience that doesn't bring in those boundaries well no because then you
0: can incorporate everything we've just talked about about openness and curiosity creativity everything
1: that we we say we desire but maybe too afraid to actually pursue yeah and it gives it to you privately It, it gives it to you privately because it's within it isn't something that you have to Um, go sit in a a movie theater to do or or to go take a class to do Mm -hmm. it is a very unique experience so many people could all journey to the wolf and have some similarities in the experiences and some differences and yet hopefully what we're also learning is that we have to respect each person's part in that yeah yeah it's a way to experience connectivity for sure are we i think so okay yeah um thank you i'm gonna stay for the whole week well i wanted to say thank you to you for for sharing about all of the animals and all of the different ways that you've learned to kelly like you're you're younger you're 29 and people oh boy eyebrows raised and all (laughs) 29 (laughs) for the first time (laughs) yes okay oh yeah that's good um You're having those experiences as a young person. So somebody listening to this might think, wow, I wonder how old they are if they're shamans or, and if you have to be old to kind of do this. And if you're an elder, you must be at least 70 or 80. I do have gray hair. Okay, but you're still 29 for the first time. I know, I'm just teasing. But I just mean that young people, and this is, this is accessible to different ages. Mm -hmm. This isn't something only certain people are chosen for. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely that and that that whole word of inclusivity so anyway just I, I wanted to say that because if anyone's listening and knows your age and knows that you've been doing this for years and they think that they've been doing it too they just didn't know the term for journey yep. and they didn't understand it but maybe they're listening and think oh god I've got my own animals I have questions about or I feel close to that it, it that's it's an invitation to it
0: mm-hmm. absolutely I think I love the word invitation um, okay. Well, thank you, mom. And thank you to everyone who joined in this week and and Saturday as well. Uh, if you have questions, Kelly, how do they find Sips of Sanity if they just know about Coffee with the Sarlows? That's a great question. <laughs> okay. That anyone could have submitted. Um, you can actually go onto the website by sarlo.com and click on Coffee with the Sarlos. And in the drop-down menu, you'll see Sips of Sanity. Uh, Sips of Sanity is only available on the website. It is not yet uh, available on iTunes or through any other uh, device. So we're keeping that one private for now just to uh, people who are joining on the website. But as for today, uh, you can email any kind of question or comment about today's show at info at and, uh And we will be continuing Coffee with the Sarlows next Saturday.